Hey guys, welcome back to the journey, the maturation of us. Um, we apologize for the delay. It's been very busy over here in the Smith household, but we are going to pick up where we left off. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, we were getting ready to leave the house, head to the hospital. Um, and so that was around what? Before midnight, right? Nah, it was actually, um, maybe like seven, eight o'clock. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, um, so yeah, we arrived, um, at the hospital and if you remember from the last episode, by that time we thought that Jordan's, um, appendix had ruptured. Um, and so that was the complaint that I checked in with and just like any other day, by the time we get to the hospital, she's no longer hurting. Um, and you know, I had to like tell her, Jordan, you're going to have to tell them something is hurting because we need to get in the back to find out what's going on. Um, and they did like, you know, a little workup only to tell me that her appendix was on the opposite side. <laughs> so that wasn't the cause. Which I had figured that out also. But uh, you know. I was I was just trying to get to the back. And right. so um I accepted that, but they still allowed they still allowed us to um get past triage um and get to a room. And um, of course, you know, did like her little work up and I gave all her complaints and, um, there was a doctor that came in and, um, and it was very slow that night. So it wasn't a lot of traffic, um, which I felt just was like a blessing because every time we've gone to the ER, it was very busy. And so this particular night it was slow, was nothing going on. And so he comes in, um, very personable you know, ask me everything that's going on. And, um, I immediately go to tell him, look, I'm here today. I was here the day prior. Um, I was here two days ago, last weekend. Um, I gave him the names of the doctors, the dates that I was there, um, hoping that he would hear everything I was saying and find it odd that we've made so many, several, you know, so many trips and, I told him after every visit, I would ask for to draw labs and I was refused, you know, due to whatever reason or whatever. And, you know, he continued to do his workup. And then he, he said, um, well, um, if I draw labs and nothing comes up and I said, well, then I'm fine. I'm okay. I was like, but, um, you have to draw some laughs because we've been here too many times and you know, she's not eating. She's got all these different ailments and just is something is going on. And he, you know, he looked at her again and kind of, you know, gave a little once over or whatever. And he was on his way out the door and he stopped and, um, and he looked at him and he says, I have a feeling you're not going to let me out the room unless I draw labs. And I said, you're absolutely correct. And, um, he says, okay, I'll order labs. And, you know, Jordan heard that she was upset because that she knew that that meant yeah. they'd have to stick her. Um, and you know, that was, 
That's another bad one. So, yep. So he ordered the labs. Um, and he told me, you know, when everything comes back, then, you know, he'll, he'll come back to talk to me. And I said, okay. And so he had the labs drawn and, um, we're sitting there. Um, I'm talking to her. Um, she was hungry by that time and, you know, she couldn't eat anything. Uh, and I don't really remember what our conversation was. Um, I don't think we talked a lot because it was late and she was nervous. So I think it was, you know, somewhat quiet, you know, and, um, he came back, but when he came back, he had another doctor just kind of shadowing him. And it was the look in his eyes, um, you know, when he came to me and, um, he said, tell me everything that, um, has been hurting her leading up to, this visit. And I said, okay. Um, and, but this time when he asked, he seemed more concerned, like, you know, like, like something prompt him. And so, you know, he was very, he's like, okay, so tell me about, you know, her, um, her, um, pelvic area, like, um, like a strain in her growing. Um, he literally wanted to know every single thing from the very first complaint. And he, you know, he was writing it down and everything. And, um, he left back out the room and then a few minutes later he came back and, um, he asked me to step outside the room. And so when he asked me to do that and, you know, the doctor was still, you know, was still there, I just kind of felt, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I can explain it, but, um, he asked me to go to another room and, um, we sat down and, um, his face was like almost like he was he was broken i mean you know i mean he he was an older man so i can imagine he may have had kids you know grandkids i don't know but whatever it was he was you know he was very torn you know about what he had to tell me um me i was at the point where i was ready to find out um and knowing that he asked me to come out the room, you know, I knew he had to tell me something, um, you know, and he just didn't want Jordan to hear it. And so, um, he told me that he got her laps back. He does not have all of it back. Um, but what he does have, um, he can, uh, he, he, what he has oncology will have to confirm it on Monday. And, I mean, you hear oncology, right? So you know, like you know, and you know, and and he said, he said, um, you know, if you're okay with it not having a name, um, right? I would rather oncology confirm it on Monday. Right. So at this point, we just have an understanding that this is something bigger without the name. So. Like that's that's crazy, huh? Because you don't have a name, you just know oncology, and so where is your mind at that point? Uh, it's crazy because the first words I said to him, and and right after that he did tell me he said, you know what, I can't tell you, she's gonna have to fight this. Um, and the very first words that came out of my mouth to him 
um, was okay. Okay. So now I know. Um, and, and oddly as it may seem, I had some relief because, and it was relief because, you know, for what, about two months, I told him in November, maybe three at the most September, everything was hurting her and we had no idea. And so to hear that, you know, and not that I wanted something to be actually wrong with her but we wanted to know what was wanted, wrong because something was wrong we wanted to be identified yeah and so you know i had relief and i told him i say well i knew that there was something going on um you know and he asked me if i had family here um and i told him yeah i told him um my husband's at home we have a six month old um and he said well you know, I think you should call your family. And it was about but, yeah. two or three. Yeah, it was It was, it was late. late, yeah. Because the thing was, I think I was calling. You were calling me maybe every two hours. And then I don't, I don't know. It was weird because it was like I, I felt this emptiness in our communication. And I want to say it was like it felt like we hadn't talked. Over the time yeah. period or the duration that we normally would talk. And so I think I had called back right after you had finished talking to him and and it was like you 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 said okay and I could hear you stepping out of the room and you you know, told Jordan I'm about to step out and you told Jordan I mean, you told me it was like uh, like I, I heard all of the air come out of your, your lungs. She was like, It's serious. Like, it, you know, imagine trying to yeah. hold yourself together, but yet be emotional in, in, a, in a split second. Because Jordan didn't know anything well, really at this I, point. I stepped, I was literally in and out, in and out, because I would go in. And before I left that doctor's presence, he asked me, could he pray with me? Wow. And wow. without a doubt, you know, I was like, yeah. And he prayed and he said, I'm going to um, check back with you um, because I, f- I felt like he saw that I was stoic, you know, talking to him um, and the other doctor. She was a lady. And um, and he, you know, he said, I'm going to check back with you, um, you know, in a few hours, um, give your family some time to get here. Um, I'm going to go look into some labs. He said, but you're not going to leave this hospital. You're not leaving. Um, he's saying when you do leave, um, you'll probably, you know, be going, but you won't, you won't be going back home. <clears throat> and I told him, you know, okay. And, you know, he left out and I called you. Um, yeah. And so, like, I remember a conversation we had and it was like, uh, it was like the, it was like a relief but it it was like the worst type of relief because you know we knew something was wrong but as 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 daddy as husband I'm at home and I can't do anything and I hear I hear your pain I hear I hear your pain for you I hear your pain for Jordan yeah. and then I also hear your pain as a pregnant wife because you're emotional and 
you're trying to hold it all in, but yet be vulnerable with me. And it was like, you know, you, you were able to be emotional in that moment enough. Yeah. And then you're able, I can hear in your voice that I'm about to go back in this room and be game face yeah. to go back for Jordan. And then, now it wasn't like we was ever like holding the entire process from her, but as a, well, I mean, in that moment, we didn't have all of the answers. Yeah, so... So, we weren't really trying to... Like, what we did have was scary just for me. And, and even scarier for you because you weren't there. But then we needed a level... Well, not a level. We needed time to process it ourselves Because he, the doctor would come back, you know, and check about every hour or two. And, you know, and I would go in the room... Um, sit with her for a while um, and they had someone in there just kind of entertaining her or whatever they were running more tests um, and then I would come out and just kind of literally ball my eyes out pull myself back together and I'll go in and by that time believe it or not the ER was still empty um, and it and I will never forget uh, it was it was maybe about three or four nurses at the nurses station and um, you know, and one of them, um, she brought me, you know, some tissue and she hugged me and she told me, um, that she would be doing the exact same thing, you know, she, you know, just told me how strong, you know, I was and how strong I was in her eyes to go in and have a story face and come out and relieve myself, you know, with my emotion and go back in. Um, but clearly they were they were emotional yeah. because you know and it, it was it's almost as if like most kids get that diagnosis from you know their pcp um just you know but very rarely is it in in the er yeah it's like and so they really didn't know how to they were visibly processing it yeah they yeah. were visibly torn because these are mothers you know I'm visibly pregnant. There's no one else, no other, you know, patient. So literally all eyes are on Jordan's room. Yeah. Everybody's watching her room. Um so, in the traffic that's going in and out. So what are you thinking now? Like in the process of you at least trying to, you know, we don't have a name. We don't know, but all we know is oncology, right? Mm -hmm. He didn't want to give us a definite name. We, you know, um, what, what are you thinking? And what are you thinking at this point? Um, I didn't, I didn't want my mind to wonder what type of cancer it was. Um, I was still, you know, on the level of at least I know something. Mm -hmm. um, but then still in a place to where this is my nine-year-old. Yeah. Who, who left the house terrified that they will find something wrong. And then to get here, and there is really something wrong. 
Right. So then how am I supposed to tell her? It's like you wake up to your worst nightmare. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> you know, uh, it's. And, and uh-huh. she still can't eat. And she's asking me, why can't I eat? Right. They wouldn't let her eat because she was neutropenic. Um, and neutropenic means. Well, did they knew that at that yeah, point? Yeah. Because her levels come back. And yeah, because her plate did some. Yeah. And so when you're neutropenic. Yeah, they were, um, they were asking. Yeah, go ahead. You have to be masked up, gloved up. Um, you know, there's a time limit on food and certain things. Yeah, you can't um, eat food she can't after. Consume. And it has to be right out of, pretty much right out of the pan, you know. Yep. Um, and being able in the ER, yeah, really it's nothing really, that they could give her. really nothing there. So. Yeah, so, um, that, that was a crazy part because, as, you know, from my perspective, I have Jolie with me. She's <laughs> sleeping her eyes out, enjoying her rest, cause she she's just under daddy, and then my heart is just aching. And so I remember calling my uh, I remember calling my mom and letting her know, cause it's just something about mom, like you know she she's been through enough herself, and so to give her that, I can at least dump some of the weight you know what i'm saying because and then i call my past and i let them know look I, I i we don't know what's going on and this is at this point this is probably like five in the morning it's like we don't know what's going on but this this, this is a situation we know that is serious and so you know and, and my mom was like let me know what's going on i'm gonna be up there as soon as we can and, and my past was like you know let me know we'll find out we'll be out there um, in the morning when everything subsides, so, so yeah, so that's that's pretty much what happens at that point. So, so yeah, so all at this point we get to. Uh, well, I actually get get to you know I get up in the morning, and my goal is just try to get to the hospital as soon as I can. So I have Jolie, I you know get Jolie together. I get her, I send her to the sitter. I get her together, and you know it's 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 crazy because I'm putting my baby and I'm getting her to her, and she's just she's so precious. She doesn't know what's going on, and she just, you know, I, it's like life. Um, I'm enjoying life with her, and then I bring her to a sitter, and then, you know, a sitter, you know, she's worried about Jordan. Everybody's worried about Jordan because they know it's serious, and I tell her what's going on. I was like, we don't know what it is. We just know it's serious, and everybody's praying, and everybody's worried. And so all I know is I get to the, I get to the hospital early and maybe like seven eight but it's it's really early and so at this time you, know, you and jordan went in the room yep and so um i think your mom was already there to to be with y'all and all i know is at this point like i just as soon as i'm approaching the door i can feel like the weight of the world just i feel like i'm walking straight but it feels like the world is just 
constantly put more pressure on me. It's like I'm walking, but I'm being pressed down by the world. And I see, I see, game. I see my mother-in-law. I see your mom. And um, I, I just, you know, I hugged her. I walked to. Her, I said, "We're gonna be all right. We're gonna be all right." And she, she's crying. I'm crying. And I hugged her, and I was like, "Look, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna be all right. You know, we're gonna be all right because." There's no other, we can't do nothing but be all right. Like, you know, I don't know how, but we're going to be all right. And so, you know, we get ourselves together. She's she's at the window. And the thing was, she was already outside, and she was looking out the window. And I could see that she had been really, really hurt. And she was really, really, um, I wouldn't say bothered, but she was blown away by the news that we were receiving. And so... Um, you know, I, I don't, I didn't even go inside. I went to her first because I could see how bothered she was. And so I wanted to, I wanted to love on her. I wanted to, but I, I still needed to release myself for a second because I, I still couldn't, I hadn't done it. So at that point, you know, after I get myself together, I go in the room and I see Jordan and Jordan is, she's Jordan. I could, I could tell the thing about her face was. It was like, I know something's going on, but, you know, it is what it is. I'm scared because I don't want to get stuck. That's that's really what it was. She didn't have this look like I'm terminally ill. and No, she had this look like, y'all do whatever. I just don't want to get stuck. That was, that was her main thing. And so she wanted to get better. And so seeing her face was awesome was the world to me because and then seeing my wife in a strong state was great for me because the one thing I know about my wife is that she's a strong person and that's what I, 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 I honestly love about her is because in situations where the pressure's on she can she can she she's game and so um seeing her and I know that's what kept Jordan in a in a stable mind state. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, I think if if you see your parents falling apart, like what else? Who? What else do you have? What other sport do you have? So then, you know, I get in the room, talking to Jordan, hugged her, or whatever, kissed her, and then. Um, maybe about 20 minutes later, the resident, the residents, the resident doctor comes in and she was a, a young lady. And yeah. then she asked us to step outside. She asked us yeah. to step well, outside. No, I instructed her to go outside. Yeah. Still hadn't told you. Yeah. That. Yeah. That's right. And so she, she goes and she said, well, we found it's a, B cell cancer and that's the first time we heard the word cancer and so only thing I can say before anybody can say anything I just said I mean I wasn't trying to be spiritual I just said God is able God is able I my mind didn't go to the, the worst my mind didn't go to the most optimistic I just was like because I think I, I think I had to say that I felt like I, I said that because here again, I'm putting it back on God. I, I can't do nothing about the situation. Like, you know, I, in a sense, I, I you know, this is providential. I, I don't know 
what to do, you know, I don't know what B-cell cancer is, you know, then I, the worst thing you can do after that, I start Googling what B-cell cancer means, and, you know, I don't know what it is, and, and so then, you know, my, my wife is right next to me, and my mother-in-law right, right next to me, and I'm in the middle, and it's like, I wanted to, I wanted to be strong enough to receive this news and here I'm in the doorway where Jordan is in the room and so we receive the news that it's cancer and so now that's when you know we go with Jordan we we let um my mother-in-law know look we you know I could see in Chad's face that she she's like I need I need to step out and so at this point it's yeah, like I was literally I felt like I was suffocating yeah I hadn't been outside since I walked in so and I just needed like I needed to go yeah breathe fresh air I was just it felt like the, the hospital walls were literally and it felt like an enemy and I was suffocating it felt like every couldn't breathe yeah we were closing and so as we walk in we trying to find a clear hallway at least the we can exit. the quickest exit that we can just cry because we didn't want to cry in front of her. We didn't want to be a mess, but we just needed somewhere to go and just release. And so we go downstairs. We go in the ho- courtyard, the courtyard so. area, and then we just get on our knees and we're crying and we're crying. And you know, my wife is, you know, mama crying like she letting it go. You know my baby, and so you know, explain, tell them like about how you felt like at that point. Um, at that point, I really felt helpless. Like, um, you know, as a mother, like as a parent, period. Your number one priority um, is to protect that child, and then as a mother, you know that child grows inside of you for nine months, and you birth that child. And so, like, that's it. Like, you, the bodyguard. Like, anything coming at that child, you blocking it, standing in front of it. And at this time, this was something that I couldn't take away from her. I couldn't, I couldn't. Stand in. I couldn't do it for her. Right. Um, I couldn't protect her from it. Um, It was almost like it blindsided me. And I had been looking at it for two months and didn't know what I was looking at and couldn't, couldn't protect her. And, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm distraught. Like, um, I'm broken. I'm, I'm hurt. Disappointed Um, also because. Disappointed. I'm, you know, I'm, it's just, it was the worst feeling that I could ever ever have it was almost as if i mean you it was breathe. nothing i could do i couldn't breathe it's like it was like i would i would cry and then i would stop and then the next second it was like i would the just world. cry it was it was it i was mean like, it was it was like i can't even put it in imagine words. trying to breathe and there's no air possibly and yeah. you know that there's supposed to be air and you feel as though that the world has literally just yeah. stopped existing in that one moment. 
Yeah. And so. I mean, I, and I, I really honestly, and I don't feel bad about it. I don't know, but I forgot that I was pregnant. Yeah. And so. Like, I come, I forgot. Yeah. I didn't do anything, you know, crazy. Great. But. I forgot. It was like, you know, you know, you always wonder, you know, oh, how can I love, um, you know, it always says room in your heart for all of your children. But it was just like, it was to the, I, I forgot I was pregnant, but it was, it was like this child needed all of my heart and the other two still had my heart, but she needed all of it. And yeah. it was just like, I, I don't know. It was just, I mean, you're just being a, a mother. And so, I mean, you can't, you can't. You know, the thing is, and, and that, that that brings up what I wanted to say about it was, you know, some people, they want to say, you know, don't cry because if you cry, you're not showing. Man, look, cry. That's an emotion that God put on us. You know, I think about when Jesus found out that Lazarus had passed. The Bible says Jesus wept. Now, you know, you answer me this question. Why did Jesus wept knowing that he was going to raise Lazarus from the dead? And so I'm, I'm saying all that not to be spiritual, but I'm saying that to say that it's a natural relief. And so if you cry, it doesn't mean that you don't have faith. It just shows that you're still human. Yeah. And what you have to realize is that knowing that you are human means that you still have God to lean on. And so when you cry, like the Bible say, don't cry as the one that we don't have hope. We still have hope. It's just knowing that, man, this situation is dark. I don't know. How, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I know that it's hurting. It's dark. But I, I don't know. Like, I didn't expect this. Like, you honestly, like. You're disappointed because now I'm thinking like, man, cancer, like how, 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 like how my life is going to adjust to this. Like my child is not supposed to be, have cancer. Like that's, yeah. that's, I don't want that. I don't want her labeled like that for the yeah. rest of I my mean, life. I thought like, you know what? I mean, at that time we still didn't have a name. Well, she told us B cell, but that we but still I didn't know. You Googled. I ain't even have time. Well, I didn't Google at that point. I Googled okay. later on. But yeah, but I, you know, I was like, okay, you know, can, you know, can my child survive it? Like this, it was just crazy. Yeah. And so, you know, it, it's, it's nothing wrong with crying, but. And by this time she still don't know. Yeah, so I still thing. hadn't even thought so at we, that point how I would tell her. So, you know, the funny thing is we're, we're in the courtyard crying and the security guard oh. comes <laughs> oh my and God. she's actually like, is she all right? I'm like, ma'am. You know, the emergency room around the way. No, she was talking about like some type of chapel. I was like, ma'am, look, she going to cry right here. She going to cry right here. This lady is not moving. I'm not moving her. Let her cry. Yeah, because I was on my knees. Huh? You were on your knees yeah. crying. And so, but yeah, so, I mean, we get back up to the room, and then it's like we were parents again. Like, we we got our release. We cried, and then we get to the room, and then, you know, how did Jordan find out? Well, um, by this, when we walk back in, um... I'd asked her, you know, what was wrong? Because I could see clearly she was 
you know, seemed to me a little aggravated. Um, and she told me that she was, she didn't like the doctor. And I, I asked her why. And she said, um, because when she wants to talk to y'all, she take y'all outside. And I told her, I said, well, that's not the doctor's decision. Um, that's ours. I asked her to to go outside. And, um, and she said, well, I want to know. I, wa- I want to know what's wrong. Um, I want them to talk in front of me. Yeah. And this was, you know, before I knew the um, physician was because he was due to come in at any time. Um, and so I'm kind of glad she said that then as a, po- you know, because I would have taken him outside too. Mm-hmm. Like I just, cause yeah. it was just like in my time, you know, Joel and I was still trying to process it and accept it. And then, you know, figure out a way I, to pull ourselves together to tell her. Yeah. I think, I think once, once we, we didn't tell her, we, when he came yeah, in, we let him say, yeah. I, uh, her oncologist came in and man, he, I mean, these people are trained for this stuff. Like, yeah, you know, he was stoic, he was stoic, so but yet, concerned. yet com- concerned and comforting, like empathetic, explain, and like educating us what's going to happen. Okay. You guys are going to go to St. And Jude encouraging. and encouraging, the like, they, you know, giving us all the success rates and information and the, the name. That's where we first got the name. She has ALL, which is acute lymphoblastic leukemia. And, you know, um, and then, you know, Jordan's there. My mom and dad were there at this point because I remember them sitting there. And they explained to us. My dad was there by then. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And so we're sitting there, you know, he's explaining everything to us. And Jordan's sitting there and she's just, you know, absorbing it all in, just you know, she's hearing about this and, you know, she's not really giving any type of emotion. She's she stoic. just, she's kind of stoic, but she's just like, okay. And then we're the ones trying to figure out. And so then, you know, I'm hearing all this stuff. And so in the back of my mind, it's like, okay, I'm going to pay for all this stuff. But still, we gonna, we gonna, we going to yeah. do this regardless. Let's and do it. And then he said, I'm expecting you in Memphis before Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, and, and so, so this was Monday. This was Monday, and then I'm like, okay, this is this is fast. Yeah, he's like, so you're not leaving this hospital. Right. You're getting on a plane. And actually, y'all got there. We left Wednesday. It was Wednesday. And so we're thinking now, it's like, okay, so now we need to notify jobs. We need to notify um, friends because at this point, the only people knew um, was Joel's parents, my parents, um, our pastor, our siblings, pastor. Yeah. Um, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Like none of our friends knew, um, like, you know, nobody, because we were still trying to process what was was, going on. It was like a whirlwind. Still trying to process. And so, um, after he left out, um, you know, we, of course he asked her if she had any questions and she didn't, she was, you know, just you know stoic it was kind of hard to read her very hard in those days because if you know jordan 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 will smile oh i'm fine or you know whatever but it was it it was tough to read her um during those days and um i think we went through 
um, most of that day just getting information, the nursing, um, the nursing staff were incredible. Man, phenomenal. Every last one of them, um, they came in, um, you know. They made it better for how her. Much, you know, how much do you know? And I'll say what I know. Okay, when I'm not going to add any more information. The doctor will come in and then we'll, we'll add there was a nurse, um, you know, that came to speak to me to tell me that when her son received the same diagnosis that Jordan received um, about, what, three years prior. No, it was months. It was months. Like maybe a year. She was pregnant as well. Yes. And so she knew exactly how I felt, what we were going through. She had, what, one or two children at home. Like, literally, our situations mirrored each other. Yeah. So, you know, she knew. And that's that's right and that there. Was, that 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 right there, you know, I don't I don't know what you believe, but I believe God is providential. You know, I know it sounds crazy that I'm saying that it's providential that this happened, but I knew God knew that this would happen to us. And so the way he aligned certain people around yeah. us because you know, not saying that that made our situation better, but it helped our mind state because I'm thinking, okay, my wife is pregnant. I have a six month old. My daughter's got cancer. I'm a dad. I have to work to support. My wife isn't even working right now because she's really on. Well, you we were yeah, working, but now you can't really work now. So we're thinking, what's going to happen now? So that that pressure right there can, I mean, you know, you notice that I don't, you know, the statistics for families that have a family member with cancer like that's they're not good as far as divorce rates and so i don't know the exact number but you know that to to saint jude is a blessing because what they do they allow families to still be families while your child is fighting for their lives so you know we can't we can't say thank you enough and this is a part of us saying thank you because we want those that don't go through this to see and recognize what a family goes through you know what i'm saying because you know you see the 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 promotionals that saying you through you see the fundraisers that they do but do you see what the families go through and i'm not saying that it's anybody's fault but what i'm saying is that Man, it's 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 good. It's 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 beautiful, and it's yet it's heart touching. Like it's it's very very um, uh, vulnerable. So what it did was it allowed us it allowed us to get perspective on life. So you know, I don't know. You got something that? Um. You know what? What I always remember, like from that particular day, or maybe later on that night, um, and I'd always, you know, I always say, um, late at night when everybody will go home, when you and you and Jolie will go home, um, you know, family that we would have there which the doctor would always say he loves to come in Jordan room because it was always like a party 
And so, like, the first day, you know, we had a lot of family. Um, And so after everybody went home, you know, it would be kind of late at night. um, And Jordan wouldn't, like, I feel like this is when she would take the whole day that she's processed and, like, open up um, and show her. And I I wouldn't say it was fear. I don't even say it was concern. I think it was just, I think confirming, like, you know, so the first night, um, I was making up my little area to sleep and, um, um, my back was turned to her and she said, ma, and I said, yeah. And she said, um, so, okay, so I, I have count, I have cancer right and um you know and i i just i dropped my head because you know mind you i'm like if you blow on me i'm gonna ball and so you know she asked me that and i dropped my head and like i just had to say okay you know mentally you know and not not out loud you know i say god like you know and my mind was like god you're gonna have to answer help me answer her because I don't think I have the strength to say it. Um, I just, I just couldn't. And, um, you know, and I nodded, you know, and I said, yeah. And she said, um, but it's in my blood, right? And I said, yeah. And she said, okay. And I said, okay. And she said, I mean, you know, it's, it's, I just feel like, you know, if it's in my blood, it's not like, um, bad, bad. And I didn't know what she, I didn't, I didn't know her thought process, um, with that. But when she, you know, reaffirmed, it's like my blood, right? You know, I just felt like in my heart, it's like the blood of Jesus, baby. You know, it was just like... <laughs> I I couldn't I didn't I really I had no words you know and then the next question would be well um you know will I lose my hair and I I I think I told her I didn't know and I know the effects of chemo but I could not you know tell my nine year old I just I wasn't that brave yeah. to say yes right then and so i just yeah i wasn't you know i wasn't ready but it was crazy because she's asking me all of this you know and i'm like you know my mind like she don't know that my heart is in a million pieces i can't take no more i just want her to close eyes and go to sleep because i need to i just couldn't and i don't think i slept but i told her i didn't know um and and you know we talked a little bit um and i think that night well it turned out to be somewhere around three or four o'clock um like we were up just chatting and the next day what we had a little more family Mm -hmm. family to come by family every day yeah family to come by but then um i asked her about her her friends um you know more so those at gym um, you know, if 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 she wanted them to come by and see her, and see her, and she told me no, 
and it threw me, um, you know, and I, and, and it's like later I, I, you know, I realized that, you know, some upsetness may have, you know, be starting to, starting to set in on her, you know, as she processed, okay, this is really what's going on. Um, because we've had a, you know, a few other doctor visits by that time. And she told me, no, she didn't want to see anybody. Um, she didn't want to see any of her friends. And I could have respected her wishes. Um, but I just felt like, and I explained to her, I said, well, Jordan, you know, we're getting ready to leave. And we don't know how long we're going to be gone. And so to them, you're just gone. Like, no sign, no, you know, no nothing. And um, and she she wouldn't she wouldn't change her mind. Um, but you know, as a mother, you know your child, and um, and I I would say you believe, you know, but you do, you know what they need, and um, and I I, I did I called um her coach, um I called one of our um, one of our good friends, uh, who she competed with her daughter, and you know she called some other friends, and they came, and you know and. and her room was full of kids. They played Uno. Um, and she was happy to see them. Um, they were happy to see her. And by that time, all of her teachers um, were there. But it was it was my way of... Um, before we left here, you know, like we didn't know what leaving here and going to Memphis would be like. We didn't know what it would look like. And so to see her, you know, that day in, in her element, um, with her friends enjoying, I guess the last little bit of what her normal life would be, you know, I felt like it was, it was good for her. Um, it was good for them to see her, um, to see how strong she is, um, because to be honest with you, you know, of course, everybody came there really emotional, but it was hard for them to be emotional and look at her, mm-hmm. you know, and look at her. So, so yeah, so that's, those are just yeah key things that I remember from like those yeah. two days. Yeah. And so it, 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 it's very, um, it's good to reflect also. Because one thing I always tell Chaz is that I don't want to forget my testimony. And I know it sounds weird to you know, people out there and listening. But if you don't ever reflect on what God did and how you went through, it's not, it's not so much I want to always reflect on the good things. Sometimes the dark days shows me that God was with me, covering me. So... Um, man, it's, 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 it's really a, a, a beautiful process, I would say, because you see God through the highs and the lows. And so Jordan, Jordan is strong. She's a strong child and God chose and allowed her to go through that because he knew, he knew what it would do. So, yeah.
So guys, thanks once again for tuning in to the journey, the maturation of us. We want to say thank you to all of our listeners. Uh, we want to say subscribe. We are now on Google Play. We're actively going to be setting up with iTunes. So look forward to, if you're an Apple user, uh, look forward to the Journey Podcast on iTunes really soon. If you're an Android user, you can go ahead and you can subscribe to the podcast on Google Play. And so we want to say thank you to everyone. Please stay tuned. We're going to have some information coming to you soon on Facebook, um, probably even an Instagram, and maybe even a YouTube account soon. So um, support. We thank you. Our family thanks you. Um, continue to pray for us. We're going to continue to uh, pray for your uh your your well-being your life's journey um so thank you